You know, I sent uh, Rob Dew and Aaron Dodge up to Canada, and they were really impressed with Alan Watt. He's really a classy guy. And I've interviewed him many times over the years on the radio, but getting to see him on High Def TV, editing him for the film, he's a neat guy. Uh, and, and he's going to be in Fall of the Republic 1 and 2. In fact, even more in, in 2, though he's one of the central figures in Fall of the Republic 1, along with Webster Tarpley and Jesse Ventura and John Perkins and Max Kaiser and G. Edward Griffin uh, and uh, just so many other people. Gerald Salente. The list goes on and on. The film is absolutely jam-packed. Of course, I'm in it. Here's the world premiere of our fourth trailer. We had the first trailer, kind of sneak peek, two months ago. Then we had another trailer uh, that, that we released uh, that just gave you kind of a general idea. And then now this latest trailer. So actually, this is the third trailer. The fourth trailer is coming out next week. I'm going to have a total of five. Uh, but uh, here is the newest trailer. It's up on InfoWars.com. We just uploaded it for PrisonPlanet.tv members in the highest quality. It's also been uh, posted for everybody to see at uh, FallTheRepublic.com. All the trailers are there in one spot. And as new ones come out and sneak peeks come out, you'll be able to see it. Uh, but uh, here is the world premiere of the TV Mind Control trailer. A Fall of the Republic. This is a sneak peek into a 20-minute section of the two-hour, 20-minute film. Here it is. Most people still today think that all entertainment uh, to do with movies, drama, is therefore nothing more than their entertainment. It never, ever was that case. Throughout history, social engineers have refined techniques designed to control large populations. It is bringing entertainment to thousands of people right in the comfort of our own homes. You're actually in an alpha state being completely downloaded with new ideas. A cult of personality can be manufactured to influence the masses. Nobody will question what he's doing. They'll be so preoccupied with where he is or what he's wearing. Yes, we can. The idea of making him into a celebrity. Eventually, he said, they will expect the media to do all their thinking and reasoning for them. That's happened today. The scientific dictatorship understands what makes human beings tick and they're using it against us these cells are scanned by a stream of electrons completing 30 pictures a second it's hard for people like that to take a serious interest in what their elected officials are doing they've been programmed it's obama's role to front for the international banking syndicate Barack Obama is a puppet of the New World Order. Oh, is this some sort of a New World Order? The New World Order is emerging. For the first time in history, we really have this new form of an empire. The average man and woman is in a trance. They get home from work. They don't even talk to their children. They turn the television on. And they let those corporate messages set the agenda in their lives. You got time to watch baseball. You got time to entertain yourself. But a knowledgeable public we're losing. Kill your television, or at least turn it off a few hours a day. The children aren't even playing in your front yards anymore. We don't want to live under a world government of the corporations, by the corporations, and for the corporations. Fall of the Republic. Volume 1, The Presidency of Barack Obama. 
Obama is the latest version of 21st century mass mind control. Available on DVD at Infowars.com and online at PrisonPlanet.tv. October 21st, 2009. So there is the third trailer, fourth coming out next week and the fifth, the day before it comes out. We got some special sneak peeks too for folks just at PrisonPlanet.tv. Uh, for the balance of the radio show, of a quick economic uh, coverage, the last five minutes is uh, Alan Watt joining us from Canada. Alan, so much is happening. They're imploding the dollar. They're bringing in world government. They're openly saying no babysitting, no selling watermelons on the side of the road. We're going to give you $100,000 fines for garage sales. The same plans in Europe, in Asia, in the U.S. are being implemented. Same names. Open announcement of world government. There's no more debating it. This is the true emergence. I want to go over all of this with you today. But before we get into that, what is most important right now uh, in the mind of uh, Alan Watt in your deep reflection and, and analysis as you cut through the matrix? Uh, what's what's key that's developing right now that, that Alan Watt thinks we should all know about? I think you should know what the new world order really is. Uh, it's... Um it's a non-democratic system, a world to be ruled by experts and professionals from all different sciences, including all the social sciences. Uh, they go under the term of world peace, and that sounds nice and fuzzy to most people, but when you break down in their own writings, uh, from their own writings, what they mean by world peace, it literally is um, a form of totalitarianism from birth to grave, uh, do with, uh, in fact, they wanted to separate the children completely from parents so they wouldn't be contaminated with old-fashioned values and ideas, uh, but they found with scientific indoctrination, uh, kindergarten onwards, uh, any parental input is made null and void, and uh, so they, they pretty well reached that stage. They can literally program uh, the generations every, with every intake, every year of kindergarten, upgrade incrementally for what they will experience in their lifetime. And they'll accept that which they experience because they've been taught it at school as coming. Uh, so what you're looking at really is a totalitarian world system, a depopulation plan is, is at the top of it too, uh, the unfit as they call them in a post-industrial era. Remember too, all the scientists across the world now and all the professions believe in evolution. It's taught right off the bat. They believe in Darwinian evolution, survival of the fittest. They believe that we are the old man. All the old types that used to work in factories, uh, the blue-collar workers are now obsolete with the emergence of science and robots and, and genetic technology. They can create new types of better servants and not as many as they have now. Uh, all of this is, is coming down the pipe, as we see. Even the move, as you say, to stop uh, neighbor, and that is also to stop contamination uh, and bonding to other people in your little locality with old-fashioned ideas. It's okay to put them into a recommended state-approved daycare place for a day because they get the correct kind of indoctrination. And simultaneously, there. Europe and the U.S. and England and Canada announced they want year-round school, and the internal documents 20 years ago said to break up the families entirely. They've got the men and women working overtime so they can't spend time with their kids. And then if you want to use the neighbor... In fact, it even said in England, BBC, two groups of police officers aren't allowed to watch their own kids. And the thing was, wow, even the godlike police aren't allowed to watch their, their kids. Mm -hmm. That's correct. And, and now 20,000 homes in England, 
They have cameras watching the yep. kids that they go to bed on time, eat what they're supposed to. This is Orwell. Yes, and they said that's a pilot project for the rest of the country. And whatever happens in Britain eventually, very rapidly actually, is introduced across the British Commonwealth. And we're still a Commonwealth. We're still basically a subsidiary of Britain. And then the U.S. picks up very quickly, too. Everything's working together because we're already under a global system. We have been for a long time. And uh, before even the war uh, started on Iraq, uh, the first one, Gulf War One, uh, we're being fed on the news that we're all global, global, global. We went back to being national again when they wanted recruits for the military. They've kept that up for face value. But in reality, they've really rolled ahead with the globalism. And every law, really, that comes down to every nation comes from one of the departments of the United Nations is signed into treaty automatically in all the countries. And we're going to speak more about that. But since you mentioned the military, notice how in March of last year, in the U.S., in England, and in Canada, but also in Ireland and Scotland, simultaneously, because I'm, just like you do, scanning all the Western media, also Asian media that's in English, simultaneously on the same day they deployed troops in downtown cities and said oh they're just helping with drunk drivers helping with checkpoints and now it's in, and then they go oh yes it's for terrorists and for gun owners so right as they implode the economy they deploy the troops worldwide and then admit it's global i mean it's all a private corporate borg deploying this now coming after our farms and ranches, our children, any form of independence. Yes, they, they laid out the plan a long time ago when they set up the League of Nations, the forerunner of the United Nations, and in their own charter they said eventually they'd ban all private property. They'd also have to eradicate farming because farming was too important to be left to farmers. Big corporations would, would run the farming of the world. Uh, we're simply going through a pre-planned agenda, but now with the century of change, and that's the key to it. This is the century of change that all academia was talking about for 50-odd for, for years. Uh, we're into the century of change. It's not democratic. We see now the rise of this entity, this legal entity of, of the EU, the Economic Union, as a, as a sovereign new uh, Soviet, a bigger Soviet system than the old Soviet system, non-democratic, that admits in its own publications and in the major media that all the decisions are made by an executive branch at the top with secret committees, and the politicians have no input into the lawmaking. All they can do is complain, and that's it. Uh, this is not an, a post-democratic world we're in. And uh, when you read the writings of the big players in the last 50 to 100 years involved in these international movements, like the Huxleys, like both the Huxleys, in fact, Julian and Aldo Huxley and Russell and others, they, they say straight out that this world will be uh, run uh, by a form of scientific dictatorship where the public will simply obey. Uh, that, that's the whole key to everything now is obey. You're an animal. We can retrain you like any animal, the Pavlovian concept, and your job is to serve the world state. That's now, now Alan, I want to bring up a key point here, and I want you to speak to the studying their operations. At the heart of it, they are social Darwinists. They're saying if we kill a billion people, since we are in the positions of power, that means genetically we got the power because we were the best, and so we're helping the earth 
by killing you. They're testing soft kill weapons, sterilization. Yeah. As the White House science czar spoke about, I want to go over this with you today. But more than that, they get the general public to adopt the eugenical, eugenics ideas, but they don't even consciously know why of, yeah, humans are a parasite, yeah, there's too many of us, we don't have art and literature and spacecraft, and, you know, we can't do incredible things, which we actually are the, an incredible species, a wonderful species, a self-aware species, uh, you know, but, but the elites believe they're gods, they believe they're wonderful, and, and, and they want to control the future. And so they only sell the public on lowering their survival instinct so they will accept and make it a religious sacrament dying for their carbon footprint or not having children uh, or, or being sacrificed to the earth. And so this idea that man is crud, man is crap. They sell this and sell this and say, you have no rights. You're just an animal. It's a mind game. It's, it, it's a huckster scam to say you can make no decisions. You're just programmed. But then, oh, the elites have to have their rights. They have to have their bodyguards. Oh, they're free. They, they, they write all this sick, dark, nihilistic poetry about how they control everything and they'll destroy everything if they want to. So, so inherently, these are very sick, evil control freaks. There's no doubt about it uh, at all. It's a religion with them. It's a complete, uh, it fulfills all the criteria of a religion. It's a belief system and superior uh, genetic, uh, basically hereditary genetic stock. That's what they believe in, that they're from it. Um, they believe that we are the leftover junk genes at the bottom. Otherwise, we would be up at the top. That's the simple reasoning that they have. And uh, they believe in power, total power is the main uh, key to survival. Therefore, they're, they're the ones at the top with the total power, and they do plan to exercise it. They are exercising it now. I just went through stuff that was released from uh, the World Health Organization from some of its meetings that I've never disclosed to the public before. And they, now, and they admit during their own discussions, their internal debates, that, that most of these vaccines, all of the vaccines, in fact, uh, the vast bulk of the contaminants in them, including genetic contaminants and viruses, uh, are unknown to them. Sometimes 90% of every inoculation and polio still is unknown to them. They don't know, they don't know the effects on the body, except with the new adjuvants they're using for this upcoming swine flu shot, they do know that they're, they're using, rather than chicken eggs, they're using cancer viruses. They admit that in their own writings. They're using cancer viruses for the simple reason that cancer viruses are almost indestructible, so it will stay in your body forever, supposedly to protect your body, no. but at the same time it might just give you cancer. This is incredible science. In other words, they know what they're doing. They're taking the population down, not just at a, a drastic step uh, all at once, but uh, depending on your shot and your physiology, it will all start dying off much, much faster over the next few years. Now, now Alan, stop. This is, this is, this is mind-blowing, and we're on the same page. This is admitted in hundreds of government textbooks like EcoScience by the White House Science Czar. We now have bought over ten books he authored, all saying the same sickening stuff about how they would do this, inject us with cancer viruses that would trigger as soon as our hormone levels lowered in men and women between 45 and 65. We now see that happening. The boldness, what do you call the boldness of where they openly say they're killing us, where they openly admit the first 10 million people in Canada and the U.S. to get the nasal live flu virus, they admit it's going to mutate it and spread it. Yes. So, so, so in plain view, 
they admit it has cancer viruses in the major German and British news. Yep. We're, we're shooting cancer viruses live into our nostrils. They admit the Gardasil's killing the girls and mutating. Its own inventor came out and said, don't take it. I'm sure they'll kill her or something. The point is, is that what do you call that? Because I see them testing the ambient murder. They're now just killing us right out in the open yep. and just setting the precedent to do it. And then everyone's dropping dead or dying. And it's like no big deal. That's right. Uh, in fact, even admit from the World Health Organization that they're doing a massive campaign to train the public, train the public to accept that masses of people die all the time from strokes and heart attacks and cancers, so don't relate it to the vaccine that you're getting. This is the present propaganda blitz that's out right now. So they're training the victim to accept his own death and, and put down to coincidence. It's, a, it's amazing that they understand what they can do to the public because lied so many times in the past. They know the formulas and the techniques, and then they know how we respond. We, if there's 1% of credibility in their arguments, the public will want to believe them, rather than cross the line and say, these guys are killing us. Because, because the average person, just like in Hardin, Montana, when I caught when our listeners caught the con artist felon now admitted running a giant takeover of the town to put the locals in the camp the private criminal was going to own, Still, the local constabulary denies it, even if it's admitted, because they don't want to admit they're wrong, and it's too scary to admit it's happening. That's correct. They have no problems in lying to the public. And again, and these recently released documents from internal meetings at World Health Organization, they said they would have to lie to the public. They can't tell the public the truth. This is from their own minutes of their meetings. And these are all eugenicists, and they talk about, they go, it's sad we have to kill everyone, but it's for the earth. Everybody out there, you got to warn everybody you can. They're implanting you and your family with cancer viruses. These also spread. It's not just the shot. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter All right, I want to open the phones up next hour for Alan Watts, specifically on eugenics, the master plan, how to stop them, what they're doing. 1-800-259-9231, 800-259-9231. He can talk about any issue, but please address your questions to Alan Watts. I don't want to talk about a tractor you got for sale or chupacabras in your attic. And I'm not being mean. I just, sometimes people do that, especially if we have a guest. It's like they will not address anything to them. It's It's... Kind of like Piggly Wiggly gets to the head of the line, and then nobody else gets to get on. So 1-800-259-9231, that's coming up in the next hour. Alan, we were just talking during the break about social control. It's just like the Aztecs, one of the dominant Mesoamerican uh, uh, Mayan cultures. And, and in their own writings and, and in what the Spanish observed, mothers would beg to have their healthiest, best, because you wanted to have the best sacrifice, 10-year-old only son cut up in pieces and then sold as meat by the priest class, that's how they made their money, to the locals. And the mothers would gobble their children with pleasure. Uh, we have uh, major uh, news out of Seoul, Korea and China. This is mainstream, baby soup, not a hoax, eating babies. People get upset if they see a dog killed by Marines, but not if they see a kid killed by Marines. We've been trained to see human life as bad. And through mind control, just through cultural mind control, 
Aztecs would kill their sons and daughters and wives and husbands with pleasure. The, 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 the Druids would do this. And it's the same thing now. We just give our kids to the state. Because they're, uh, because as our guest said earlier, uh, in, 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 uh, England, a mother said, yeah, it was really hard to lose the weight, ruined my figure. They said that was a symbol of depression. So they took the baby from the family with no due process. The criminal state is here. Go ahead. Yes, uh, again, too, uh, it's interesting to look at the old video. I think it's still up maybe on YouTube, I don't know. I can't watch it because of my slow speed. Uh, they punish me for using, exploring it. But um, uh, there, was, there was a Julian Huxley up there, and Aldo Huxley, and these guys went into this whole thing, and Aldo Huxley himself, who attended all the world meetings, he also worked at Tavistock Institute. Uh, he thought that the scientific dictatorship would be just sort of wonderful when it came in, and the people would be trained to love their servitude. But he also uh, talked about the only obstacle they had at that time, back in the 50s, was the remnants of a powerful or, or almost post-powerful Christianity. Uh, now that ties in with, with what his brother Julian said, the, the first CEO of UNESCO. He said, we'll have to train the people to devaluate human life uh, in order to bring through mass abortions and eventually genetic selection and sterilization. Uh, so uh, this is the plan unfolding now. These guys were part of the big world meetings of their day. They set their agendas. They set their timetables. They set it for the end of the millennium into the new that's now. And that's what they call, call this the century of change. And, and they never alter their plans. Their plans are like long-term business plans set in stone with 10-year plans for one part, 50 for another, 100 for another. We see this same type of plan cropping up in the declassified information put out by the top think tanks for the military going up to the year 2050 and beyond, and the kind of world that there will be then, and society will have them. And we have, of course, the Rockefellers trotting around the world still pushing the depopulation plan, the eugenics plan, that the fittest should survive, the rest should get sterilized, and the unwanted should simply be killed off by various means. This is happening as we live, and the public don't even know it's happening yeah. because they're trained to ignore and not participate in their own destiny. Got a break. Coming back, 50 minutes left in the next hour with Alan Watt. This is what's happening. And they're training us to turn our own predator instinct on our own species. That's what the police, the military, all of it is. Waging war on corruption. Alex Jones on the GCM Radio Network. Alan Watt, one of the uh, main contributors, one of the stars in Fall of Republic. I mean, Fall of Republic 2 that comes out March 15th of next year, the big eugenics film. But uh, your calls are coming up at 1-800-259-9231. At the 20 after, we'll take calls for two segments. Alan, we were talking again about how they train us to feed on ourselves. They domesticate us. They train us not to notice what's happening. And this whole agenda's rushing forward. Uh, continue. Well, going into the writings again of some of the biggest players who did publish lots of their work, we find their techniques because they explained their techniques and they were so sh assured of the, the, them working uh, that can only be done because
the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, the Huxleys, for instance, talked about uh, uh, people loving their servitude, and they often used the term domestication, uh, domesticate the public. What, what they meant was, and even said this, that the only true survivors that are fit to survive are wild animals that retain all of the survival capabilities. In order to rule all the lesser types, the inferior humans who haven't made it to the top, they'd have to domesticate them. That meant to eradicate their instincts for self-preservation, train them that experts were looking after everything that they, would, they should look after by themselves, and the, even to the extent where they couldn't do anything without expert advice. Well, we've had a massive campaign since about the 50s onwards, listen to the experts, all through magazines, TVs, even in, in news breaks or even weather breaks, you get experts coming on telling you how to dress for the rain. Uh, this is a form of domestication. It's meant to make you think that you, you know nothing. You're too stupid to understand. Uh, and just accept it. Accept there are better types of people above you taking care of all the big problems that you should be taking care of. And your job is to simply play as much as you can play and enjoy yourself and don't become involved in the big problems in life to do with politics, policies, or anything else. Just accept it. That's called domestication until uh, you, you literally have no self-preservation instincts left. When that happens, you're now ready for extermination. And then they can even train you, as you say, they're training the children to volunteer for sterilization, to save the world. And, the, of course, this new religion of ecology is a religion. As Gorbachev said, we are creating a new religion based on a form of earth worship. But, of course, it's got its own high priest that decide who should procreate, who should not procreate. And, and that's not fast enough for them. They want to start killing us off even faster. But we're not breeding enough in the West. They tell us that we're almost sterile. But, and hence the immigration levels are massive. However, we're not dying fast enough across the world. So they want to speed up the process. And oh, you can't tell the children, so you, must, you mustn't tell them any truth. You must say it's, it's all so strange that these cancers are, are affecting everyone and everyone's dying. And that will be taught. It's just a, a, new, a new happening. Well, they're saying that. They're saying you're all just going to die of cancer and you're all just going to die of diabetes. And doesn't matter what you do, just take your shot and you're going to die. And there's going to be lots of deaths. And, yeah, it's a live virus. And, yeah, mm -hmm. you're going to die. But it wasn't the vaccine. But it does say on the insert it may kill you. Yep. And, it, and this Gardasil is going to kill you. But it doesn't protect you from the, from the cancer. But it will give you cancer. But everything's fine. And they just throw it all out there and... It's like the public really is in a trance. Now, yeah. more and more of them are starting to wake up. So the establishment's program is to shock us even more and pile on, hoping people just give up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a technique. Uh, they, they give you the dialectical process, the pros and the cons. They get you into a punch-drunk state, and you, you simply give up. And, and, and then you say, well, we can't be doing this for, for, for negative reasons to kill us. So I'll just go along with the rest of the public. That's how simple it is. People look around for a hero to follow, and if there's no heroes, they simply go along with the rest of the public and do what they do. That's what Huxley said himself. Now let's talk about, in the short term, what their program is, long term, but also solutions, how you think this battle is going to shake out and what things will look like if they win. Any other important angles Alan Watt wants to cover. And then your phone calls. That'll take us in lots of interesting random directions. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. We're going back to our live Extremely intriguing and informative, enlightening interview with Alan Watt of CuttingToTheMatrix.com here in a moment. And we're going to open the phones up. All right, Alan, I'm going to shut up for this rest of this segment before we go to calls. Getting into what their current operation is, what you think is happening with the flu, those new uh, World Health Organization documents you have that are up on CuttingToTheMatrix.com, and some news about how we beat these people. Now, there is a big awakening happen, so... That collision between people that want freedom and decent humanity and, and, and for honorableness to be held up and those that want death and destruction. Well, I think the people first have to understand that they're not dealing with democratic institutions. You're dealing with people with an agenda who are all pre-chosen before they get into politics, the trains into their roles, and they're all on board with this agenda. So technically, there's no negotiation with them, to be honest with you. The only thing that's left outside of outright revolution um, is for large groups of people to literally um, uh, hit them economically. For instance, uh, an example, the nurses of New York State have been told that uh, uh, they're going to be fired if they don't take this swine flu shot. Um, My suggestion to them is for them to walk off en masse and and just walk out the hospital en masse for a day or two, and you'll see the howls and the screams that those guys want you to bring you to the negotiating table. These are the only kinds of strategies left for people outside revolution. And the boys at the top know this because they've been setting up uh, internal armies and securities for 20 years for this particular time that we're going through now. They knew this time would come. So, uh, to be honest, there's no easy way out of this. Uh, this is life or death uh, situations that we're going through right now. Uh, they have their depopulation program. The World Health Organization at their meeting in 2006, the World Meeting, stated that if they can get the public to accept mandatory inoculation for one thing, then they can introduce more mandatory inoculations every year for the rest of the adult's life including annual boosters for every shot they've ever had. We're going to be toxic laboratories, walking out laboratories, walking test tubes with recombinant DNA all getting together and killing us all the quicker through cancers. They know this at the top. So we, the, the, the thing is, you can't take a step forward to negotiate. What you say is no. That's the word we're going to relearn is no and say, no, I'm not taking this. I don't care what you want to do with me because you're going to kill me anyway. Uh, so I'm, I'm not taking this shot. And people have got to start regaining their individual rights and freedoms. You don't, if you don't fight for them, you don't have any. You can't write something on a piece of paper and go back to sleep thinking it's all done. And even the founding fathers of the U.S. said that, that every generation would have to fight to keep it. And they've been lulled into sleep by, again, propaganda and experts. We're the experts. We're in charge of all the big problems that you just don't understand. And Alan- don't get involved. So we have to say no, no, to everything that's coming down the pike, no. That's all, and, and, all we have left. And, and, Alan, continuing on the flu front, they're now ordering kids to go to school to take it. No law, they just do it. Yes. Clinics all over the country are saying take it or, you're, or we'll call CPS on you. No law, they just do it. Yep. We're seeing the real tyranny, and they're bragging. 
that they're setting the precedent to force over 56 vaccine boosters, so that's now in the hundreds, every couple years of meningitis shots, hepatitis shots, the AIDS vaccine. Mm -hmm. And Bill Gates has now bragged, and it's in the Associated Press, oh, when he laughs, when he gives a speech, oh, I found out we're giving people polio with the new vaccine. It happens to be live. And and then the little elite clubs, they all giggle because the local good old boys, they're in on the fun. (laughs) That's right. That's Nigeria. Nigeria's now got a new evolved type of polio that they admit now at the World Health Health Organization came from the particular vaccine they were giving the people there. It's it's evolved into a new hyper-polio that's rampaging through the public. It came from the vaccine. It admits it because... And now they admit uh, in the mainstream literature that the live nasal vaccine is going to create hundreds of mutations and is what's spreading H1N1. So out in the open, they, they, they hit us with all the fools that are shooting it up their kids' nose, sneezing on everybody. And the public is so dumbed down they can't even understand it. Again, they've been trained that experts don't lie and uh, uh, we've had 50 years of training uh, into this new type of system. Uh, the public can't believe. Uh, that's the, as I say, you can get up the ladder, but until you literally cross the last rung and stand on it, you won't see the big picture. And the last rung is difficult. It's, it's difficult to cross and say, they're not just talking about killing us, they have been killing us and they want to kill more of us. When you really understand that, that's true, uh, you'll see everything completely different from then on as, as to what you can do. You see, you can't negotiate with tyranny. Well, the key here is they're not negotiating, they're not stopping, it's a power cult. Yeah. And we have to admit they're testing the soft kill now. And I want to talk some about solutions here, uh, but everything you you know bring up just, just, just literally flags come up because it's all so accurate you know, dealing with all of this and watching them kill us, mm-hmm. and then all these little petty power people who don't even care if they're being killed themselves as long as they can kill people under them. It's very sick. Yeah. And again, too, they the tested all other. Stanford is a big player in this. All the universities have their specialized areas in creating vaccines or bacteria or viruses for warfare purposes, but they're also into the social science and psychology. And Stanford is one of the prime universities for for, for mask control, basically. They did the, the old the, the Milgard experiments on, on uh, testing uh, people's uh, obedience to authority by shocking people, these training people that were actually shocking a victim on the other side of the glass. It was, there were just actors on the other side of the glass, but they didn't know, and they got to kill voltage on the dial there as long as someone above them took uh, authority and responsibility for it. They know how to use the public against the public. Yeah, and, 90%, and it, you can take a farm boy, make him a cop, six months later, 90% in the Stanford research will put a gun to their mother's head and blow her brains across the room if someone in a uniform orders them to do it. Yes, and, and it's true. To, see, they're old techniques that have been understood by uh, the high uh, you know, sciences and occult guys and masonry and so on at the top. Uh, you find in the riots of New York in the 1800s uh, that um, uh, the mayor uh, in the Tammany Hall riots, he says, uh, he said that we can always hire half the poor to kill the other half. That, that's what he said. They understand this, that uh, money is the key. Uh, I can survive by getting money. I'll be on the winning side. They'll leave me alone. That's what they think until their usefulness is over, and then they're, they're eliminated too. Unbelievable.
unbelievable. Alan, let's do this. Let's come back and take calls. And then at the end of the last segment, let's get into a little bit of solutions. But we're going to have you back up for more of that as well. But I guess what you're saying is the big solution is becoming aware of this matrix of propaganda and social engineering and really getting upset about it and really talking human to human about the ruling elite and their program for humanity and ask the public, do you like being controlled? Do you like being poisoned? Do you like everybody being blubbery and, and, and bleached skin and unhealthy and zits all over the place? I mean, do you like being poisoned? Do you like the, half the kids in your neighborhood dead or dying of diseases or cancer? I mean, is this what, because it's only going to get worse. I mean, is it fun? I mean, to, to cops out there, is the petty power, the petty manhood rituals, is it fun? Do you like being used? Are you going to serve this? 90% of you will, unless you are conscious of the manipulation. We'll be right back with Alan White. Our websites are Infowars.com and PrisonPlanet.com. Those are the two big twin motherships. And we have the auxiliary attack frigates in the Infowar, Infowars.net, PrisonPlanet.tv, JonesReport.com, WhatIsTheEndGame.com. The list goes on and on. FallToTheRepublic.com, TheObamaDeception.net, and about 20 other sites. <laughs> Or more. We did that because we get attacked and hacked over the years. And my rule is I start more websites when I'm attacked. And I mean, we, and I mean bona fide real attacks. Alan Watt, always amazing to interview him. Cuttingthematrix.com. What are some of the other backup sites you've got as well, Alan? I've got uh, a whole bunch there uh, because I'm, I, the same thing happens. In fact, it's through Yahoo. Yahoo pulls them once in a while for two months, at, at, at two weeks at a time or three weeks. Uh, they, I'm the only person on the planet that can't find out what's wrong, what the problem is. And after about three weeks, I'm back up. But then I have, I have to spend weeks uploading up to those sites to catch up again. It's all harassment techniques. But I've got cuttingthrough.jenkness.com, cuttingthroughthematrix.net.us.ca, Alan Watt, cuttingthroughthematrix.ca, and a European site, Alan Watt, sentinel.eu. And I've got another, another one on standby right now, too. Good. Okay, let's go to some phone calls. Let's talk to Robert in West Virginia. Robert, you're on the air. Okay, uh, Shelly in Texas, you're on the air. Go ahead, Shelly. Hi, Alex. I spoke to you a couple of days ago, and I was telling you about my son that I had just enrolled in school, and I wanted to find out what I could do as far as the vaccine and everything. Um, I live right outside of Houston. I went to my son's nurse yesterday and asked her for the vaccine exemption form, she said she has nothing like that. She didn't want to give me any information. She She's a liar. Basically. Understate. Okay, you have to go to the health department. Let's do this live on TV right now. Guys, Google Texas vaccine exemption form, and we will be on the state health department, and you just print it off, and you mail it in, and if the criminals at that school who get money for shooting your kid up, their, their federal funds are almost exclusively tied to that. It's so important the government wants that. That, that, that you then go in and you give it to them and then that they're open for massive criminal charges if they try to kick your child out. But see, their criminal charges on your child are for truancy when they kick them out. That's what they talk about arresting you for shots. They're total criminals. So, uh, there it is. Okay. Uh, there is the state of Texas, Texas vaccine exemption form, and you just Google that and you can print the form off. Secure online request for exemption affidavit. 
And uh, there's copies of them online, but I guess here the state's now making you ask to screw it up, but they've got to give it to you. I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to get mad. I'm just so tired of lying criminals. But again, this this evil woman or man, they feel like it's good, like like a death camp operator. Oh, they're helping by lying to you. And believe me, a school nurse knows they're lying. Alan Watt. Yes, they do. Uh, now, there's some true believers in the profession are brainwashed themselves. In fact, the big boys say that. The first ones you have to brainwash are the ones who manage the rest of the public. And a lot of them truly believe it. But there's a lot of nurses, too, that, that uh, understand that they've seen the effects of uh, inoculations. Yeah, that's why close to 60% are saying no in New York. Shelley. Uh, yeah, New York State, actually. This is the thing with New York State. They made it a policy, the big board that controls the health authority for New York State, a policy, and they said in the policy there will be no exemptions for religious or philosophical or, or, or even, even diabetic reasons. Uh, this is for the first time in their history they've actually even brought diabetics. Yeah, I've even if your doctor, because yeah. this is key, you can find an anti-vaccine doctor by Googling it in any major city. If you're in a small town, you may have to go to a big city. They will give you a medical exemption. And they admit on the flu shots hundreds of things. If you've got allergies, you're not supposed to take shots mm -hmm. because they admit that it is going to cause an autoimmune response. But but now they're trying to say, we don't care if a medical doctor says no. We got SWAT teams who want to kill. They want blood. Take the cancer shot. Shelly, what are you facing right now? I called the immunization branch there in, uh, there in Austin, and the lady laughed at me yesterday on the phone. She said there is no exemption form. for. I was asking specifically for the swine flu. Um, and she said ma'am, 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 Obama's been on TV saying you don't have to take it. Okay, so she told you you have to? No, she said that it's it's not mandatory and there is no form that I can file. That but I can it, fill but out. then let me guess, Houston's trying to force you to take it though. That I don't know. Okay, I'm well, well, but you said that, that ma'am, it's a general vaccine waiver form, so that when they try, well, it's it's all over Dallas Morning News. They're trying to make Texas kids take it. So see, they, see, they, Alan, what do you call these ring around the rosy mind games? This blob of con artist play where they'll go, you don't need an exemption. It's not mandatory, but you have to take it. What do you call that mind control, Alan? It's a it's a form of double think. Uh, when you get into this double think, we can believe two opposing ideas at the same time. Uh, then you can't think rationally for yourselves. You give up and just go along with them. That's what that's what most folks do. You give up and go along. Yeah. Stay there, Alan. I want to hear more from you, Mark, and others. Shelly, look. The general vaccine form. Your kid's not taking vaccines, okay? Period. We're on the march. The Empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. All right, I didn't mean to go off into a rant. I was just talking to one of my producers, one of the radio guys, Rob Dew, about how they, and his wife's in education, how they tried for months to get an, in, in, the, the exemption form. They would laugh and say it doesn't exist. Up until a month ago, you could always just print it off online. Now I guess they make you get one from them. They're real bastards. Uh, but uh, going back to Alan Watt before we continue with calls, yeah, there's always these little ring-around-the-rosy games. It, it, it's in the Dallas Morning News. They're kicking kids out. If they don't take the regular shot, 
seasonal flu and the new one. I mean, I, I showed Dallas Morning News yesterday. Austin's announcing it, but there's no law. They're saying you don't have to, but you have to. And then you say, well, I want an exemption form, and they laugh at you and say, you don't have to, honey. I mean, this is just so sick. And, 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 and these locals, they always get like a little piggy face, a little demonic smile. What is that programming where they revel in abusing people? They revel yeah. in lying. Yeah, what you've got truly is what uh, has been said about the Soviet system and the hero worship of the man at the top. The same with, uh, with the, the Nazi regime in Germany. Uh, what they found was that all the officers down below are sadomasochists. And this is how uh, power works. Uh, it's a sadomasochistic thing that attracts psychopathic types into those positions. In fact, you're generally the only ones who go into them. And they worship the person above them with power, and they despise the person beneath them who has less power than themselves. That's how simply it works with sadomasochism. And you'll always have the strange sadomasochistic authoritarianism when you get into politics and uh, right down to local politics even, any authority. This is the very thing that Carl Jung warned the public about back in the, 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 the 50s. He talked about the Iron Curtain across Germany. But he also said, he says, I see an iron curtain of massive bureaucracies building up with, with governmental agencies, stifling and strangling the freedom of the whole planet. Uh, he understood what was coming down the pike back then. Many of, of, of his generation did, in fact, because they were involved in meeting high-level people. And he knew that the world we're bringing in would be one of tyranny by force. And that's what you've got. One of the criteria of tyranny is when you're forced into a position by authorities uh, without any escape routes. In other words, you have no choice. That is tyranny, when you have no choice in any situation. Well, you're absolutely right. They, since they don't have a choice, they learn to love it and love to defend it. And so when you say, hey, the banks just stole $23.7 trillion, we got to pay it back with interest... They just laugh and, and will say, I'm part of the power structure. Yep. And, and it's almost like a five-year-old dressing up like they're Luke Skywalker, dressing up like they're, you know, some hero. Yeah. That It's like the public are eternal children and they're, they, they imagine things. They, they, they're delusional. And yeah. I never had a view of myself as something special or wonderful or good. I'm just a person that has my instincts intact. And, you know, having a bunch of psychos writing books about how they're killing me with vaccines and stuff in the water, and then I can see the evidence they're doing it. I mean, if they write hundreds of books about how they're killing us and how how it's a scientific dictatorship, wouldn't there be something wrong with me if I didn't, as a red-blooded male, yeah. not stand up for my species Absolutely. against a, against a power-tripping group that's playing God? Absolutely, uh, and part of the key of, of obedience, as I say, Stanford and other universities are, are, are into these experiments all the time on obedience, or the CIA involved with them, obviously. And uh, what they find is with the more power they accumulate in any agency, uh, in this sadomasochistic power structure, uh, they begin to despise the ordinary people who, who begin to cow under authority. The more the people cow under authority, the more they're despised is, is, is almost weaklings and, and eventually hated by those in power. Uh, it's like, I've always said it's like a, a farmer breaking the legs of a cow, it falls to the ground, then he starts kicking it because it can't get up. That is the very system that's in, in play today with the sadomasochistic total power structure that's set up. This is the hell on earth they're being in.
Well, I think the, one of the most effective ways to attack it is to just show people the matrix of false reality and reach out to police, military, bureaucrats and go, you know, your little cousin just died of cancer at 22. That's not normal. Here's some statistics. Do you know what's in the water? Do you yeah. know what's in the shots? Here, Here's AP admitting they're giving everyone polio with the polio vaccine. And you're not going to listen now because you have defenses up. But deep down in your instincts, you know I'm telling you the truth, you're being manipulated. And I found that six months down the road, a year down the road, they then wake up. And just showing them how they're not in the power structure like they think they are, how they're being attacked as well. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, too, is see, this new world order is to go through a series of changes including the riot phase for 30-odd years as they bring down the food supply and then the United Nations takes over the distribution of food to all the different regions, as they call these sections of the world. And they say in their own writings uh, in the United Nations that, that they'll gradually reduce these, this uh, ration to each area uh, every year, and it's up to you to bring your population down to accommodate and, and use the resources that are given to you. This is all their, their plan, and this is how on earth they're bringing in step by step, and of course the reduction of population via mass. Uh, literally, it, it, it's um, we're being killed off by inoculations, and, and they know this. At this and top. that's all stated, and they all brag about it. Yeah. And you'll tell some mom, and she'll arrogantly laugh at you. Take her kid who already looks like a zombie, mm-hmm. and 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 just and just shoot them up with some more, and then they'll look at you with pleasure. You crazy nut. It doesn't matter if you just quoted State Department Memorandum 200. Yes. It doesn't matter if you're quoting UN documents. It doesn't matter. They don't care. And then when their kid dies, they'll wear a little cancer ribbon and cry. Yep. And it's like a celebrity thing. Oh, your kid died too. Ooh, ooh. You know, because it's all about euthanizing everybody. That's what this is all about. It, it is euthanasia. And it's a bacterial warfare. It's viral warfare. It's bio-warfare, carefully designed. Uh, and as I say, and all this stuff has been released recently from the internal meetings uh, at, at the World Health Organization. They admit that all of these particles of, of DNA and RNA and so on recombine within the body, infect the cells of the person, and cause cancers down the road. They understand this. And well, they grow it the in the exact type of monkeys and fetal tissue that have the cancer virus that's most vir- that's most deadly in it. Well, actually, uh, they've said now, they've stated now, that they're actually using, especially for this new swine flu, rather than use the eggs, chicken eggs, and so on, for doing so, which also contains thousands of foreign They're viruses. using cancer virus instead yes. of the dead baby retinas because or the green gone. monkey kidneys uh, or the... Uh, uh, other growth mediums, you're right. They are using cancer virus. That's what they say because the cancer virus is a survivor, so they're using that as an antivirus. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? I'm going to move to calls quickly now. Mark in Oregon, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Alex and Alan. Honored to speak with you, and thank you for your great information. Thank you for your great wisdom, even. Uh, Alex, on Monday's show, that you had mentioned that there were 10 million doses of the flu mist being sent out into the country on Monday. They will have arrived or probably have arrived at the destination by now. I'm sure many of destinations that it's arriving to are the Walmart stores. Well, let me be clear. They said said last Friday that 200,000 were going to Tennessee, Indiana, and Texas, and that then by 
the end of the next week, 10 million more would start flowing. And then they admit there's been no testing of the H1N1 and that they're making people sign secrecy forms and waiving their rights when they take the nasal. Yes. You also reported, Alex, the Mayo Clinic has come out and said that the flu mist will be much more contagious to other people. It takes 10 to 20 days, as I understand it at this point, for the actual symptoms to manifest in someone who has received an injected or a flu mist vaccination. Now, I think the time clock has already uh, started on this and that the actual mass murder genocide that, they're, that this operation consists of, and it is not a drill, absolutely not a drill. It's set in motion now as to where it's going to follow through with the actual sickness itself. And people are going to become so sick and weak that they're going to accept martial law. And I think this is the first stage of the operation. Well, I know this. We're going to find out by the end of October, early November, whether it's meant to mutate and really be deadly, or if this is just setting the precedent for us to go under World Health Organization rules and to set the precedent to take the shots as they've stated. We know it's at least that bad. Alan Watt, what do you think is going on? I think it fulfills both purposes. Uh, you become a human incubator when you take on this stuff. You are now the new egg, if you like. You're the new reactors. It breeds within you. And they admit you shed the virus to all those around you. There's no doubt about that. And uh, uh, what's interesting to me is putting this kind of thing into a, a mist form. Uh, this supposed virus uh, would kill primarily by attacking the respiratory system. Uh, the nasal passages and bronchial tubes in the lungs. So they're putting it right into the very areas, and they admit that the adjuvants are designed to attract leukocytes and phagocytes to attack the stuff right into the lung area, which might cause you to die. With the yeah, for those that don't know, that's the that's the autoimmune storm of of, yeah. of how the 1918 killed tens of millions. It's the autoimmune response to the virus that kills you in hours with flu with, with fluid, yep. and, and and now we're getting reports they're covering it up that people are taking it and collapsing. And so, Alan, I want to be very clear about what you just said. They admit in the literature yeah. that it can cause the autoimmune response, and you're right. You're injecting you're injecting live virus into the nasal passages, into the lungs, which can then cause the autoimmune response and Reuters is out ahead of it saying there's going to be lots of deaths but it's after you take the shot but it's not the shot now how obvious is that yes it's, it's very obvious and and again it's twofold as you say that it, it is to train us to take the annual shots and boosters for the rest of our lives that's what they said at the World Health Organization 2006 meeting all right. I hope you're wrong, Mark, but we at least know they're setting the precedent for the big soft kill that's coming. But we're going to find out the next few months here, buddy. It, it doesn't look good. I'll say that. I mean, they admit it's live virus they're putting into 10 million morons. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to John in Arkansas. John, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Alex. This is John. I spoke to you about the police um, stopping me and trying to get me to take the shot. Yeah, tell us tell us about that again because uh, d d d d expand on that. Yes, um, I was on my way home um, from a girlfriend's house, and a police officer here in Little Rock stopped me. He was like, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, oh, "It's a little late to be out," and I was like, "Yeah, it's okay. I'm just coming from my girlfriend's house." Oh, it's a free country, you know. The guy's got to ask you why you're out at night. You know, you're a slave. Go ahead. And he was like, "So have you um, taken your um, gotten your flu shot yet?" I said, "No." 
And he said, why not? I said, because that's government propaganda, and it contains mercury, which kills you. And he looked at me kind of crazy. He said, he said so you're, you're going to probably spat out some New World Order crap, huh? I said, yeah, I was kind of thinking that and kind of telling you to fuck off right about now. All right, I'm going to let you go, sir. I, I understand that happened to you, but we really need to remember we have a lot of children listening. Okay, buddy? Uh, no, no more for uh, that caller. Let's talk to Mike in Texas. Mike, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Can you hear me all right? Yes, go ahead. Um, I've just been – this This is in regards to, I guess, more of the eugenic kind of stuff that you guys are talking about. Um, I studied uh, Soviet Union uh, history and politics when I was in uh, university, and we covered the Aral Sea. Um, a lot of the uh, genetic mutations and uh, aberrations that uh, – resulted from the uh, pesticides and other stuff that was running off through the irrigation ditches of the farmers. Um, <clears throat> I'm just curious to know if a lot of the similar stuff is being put into this kind of GMO foods and uh, fast food and other stuff. Incredibly good point. Let, let me briefly say that they've done studies where over 90%, I want to say 97, but you can pull it up, of people in India, of the sewage systems have the SV40 live cancer virus. They don't just inject this in people. It then spreads and mutates in us as incubators, as Alan was saying. Now, I've interviewed genetic engineer after genetic engineer, guys making millions a year, guys who were running whole facilities, and they would find that they would be told by other engineers they were just running plants to make the potato this way, the tomato that way, insert this gene, and they noticed, we've had them on the show over and over again, that it was a combination change that would change other things and produce a pharmacological crop, that's what it's called, pharmacological crops, that would also sterilize all the guinea pigs and rats they tested it on. And so, yes, and that's what they've said. They're going to have food crops that already have them with vaccines in them, with live viruses in them, and that and that the very GMO, it's already going on. Alan Watt. Yes, I also have information. that's often websites in the United Nations that they were into crops. Uh, for the last 15 years for third world countries, especially all kinds of stuff, including corn, that would have, uh, would actually help sterilize the people and bring down the population rate. You find Rockefeller himself uh, is in charge of the rice campaign, I think called the golden rice campaign, as they're doing on the modified rice too for all these countries. It's now being imported back into the U.S. and other countries too. Well, this stuff also was designed also to, to uh, lower, lower the sperm in, in the males, etc. That's that's up on their own sites. Alan, I was going to do some financial news in the final segment, but I want to hold you to the very end so we can take a few more calls. Are you game for that? Yes. Ten more minutes. Okay. Let's take another call here. Let's talk to uh, Mike in Texas. Mike, you're on the air. We'll just talk to Mike. Lloyd in Connecticut. Sorry. Lloyd, go ahead. How you doing, Alex? Good. Um, a friend of mine's uh, wife works for a big uh, HMO, you know. And three years ago, they had a meeting, and um, they discussed the flu. And her husband got so paranoid, he went out and bought, bought dried food. So, you know, how can they know that far in advance unless it's planned, you know? Sir, in January, we had emergency managers on and, and documents from major states where they were saying in November, December, millions were going to die. I'm not saying that's going to happen. The feds were telling police departments the citizens will attack you in the winter. So 
they're clearly getting ready for something. They're testing the water? I don't know. But, yes, they. this is all pre-planned. Alan Watt. There's no doubt about it, too. In fact, there were... Uh, the rooms talk even John Holdren when he wrote that book Ecoscience along with the, the other uh, big eugenicists and ecologists which means the, the population experts uh, they admitted then they'd have to find ways of putting things in the water and the food and that was what 30 odd years ago and you can go further back again into the Huxley's talking about the same thing and Russell's putting stuff in the food but, but Bertrand Russell, Lord Bertrand Russell in charge uh, of one of the biggest departments inside the Royal Institute of International Affairs said they would also use the needle to bring to be the people a compliance and, and to bring down the population. The yeah. needle is that's the words to use. Many cases, folks, when these hospitals kill your family, your kids, just remember who did it, the New World Order. They think you're stupid, they think you're not gonna notice what's happening. Final segment, Lloyd, stay there for comments from you as well. We'll be right back. through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Central. We're here just trying to warn people, and like Alan Watts said, the biggest issue is to realize they're not talking about killing us in all these publications. They're doing it. And you've got to face that horror and read their own statements, and they've been caught. The U.N.'s been caught. The time for games is over. Get aggressive. There's more of us than there are of them. CuttingTheMatrix.com is Alan Watts' website. He is a big part of the new film, Fall of the Republic, Volume 1. Hope you pre-order it because it's going to be shipped out in the order it's received. It's coming out in just 13 days. All right, let's go ahead. And uh, Lloyd in Connecticut, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. So you're making the point that, yeah, the internal people are freaking out about the flu. Go ahead. You know, uh, when I was a kid, uh, my my old man, he wouldn't let us get a shot because everybody in his neighborhood... When he grew up, took the polio vaccine, and they all were, they were damaged by it, and he was terrified of it. And uh, I haven't, I've never had the flu, and I've never taken a shot. So I don't really think they do anything at all. I think it's just like smoke and mirrors. You know? Well, it'd be nice if it was just a scam, but but it actually does do something. I appreciate your call, Alan. Briefly tell him what it does to him. Well, there's no doubt. From their own writings, they admit uh, the top. There's thousands of, of uh, viruses they haven't even identified yet in every shot. Every shot for everything that they've ever given you. Uh, and this is the recent uh, explanation that they've given out at the top. Uh, but they do know that the ones that they have given you definitely uh, not only can, but do cause cancers. They, they do destroy your... Well, the inventor system. of the polio vaccine was in a CBC piece admitting it gave everybody cancer. But but, right. but it's but it's worse. Five years ago, the FDA approved, so did in England and so did Canada, they spray live viruses. In, in, in uh, Latin, it means bacteria-eating virus. I, I can't pronounce it. Bacteriophages, yeah. Yes, but... Phalange, yeah. But they grow in these big vaccine tanks with thousands of other viruses, so they spray vaccine, live vaccine on your meat now. Yeah, yeah, bacteriophages. And actually, they can kill off most bacteria. The the, the Soviet Union didn't bother with antibiotics because they had bacteriophages since the 1930s. That was bought over. That whole, all their pets were bought over by a New York company and they've withheld them from the public. they don't want to give us uh, something that will kill off uh, bacterial infections. They want us to die off. That's why they bought the And instead over. it kills the good bacteria, so everybody then has intestinal problems. Yes. All, all done scientifically. 
Uh, let's uh, cram in one final caller here. Let's talk to Cheryl in Canada. You're on the air. Go ahead, Cheryl. Mr. Jones, Mr. Watt, good afternoon, gentlemen. I have two subject matters I'm hoping you can comment on. Oh, we got a minute a and a half. A great amount of money, or sorry, a great amount of gold disappears out of one of the mints in Canada. Can you speculate as to why? Disappears, poof. Henry well, a lot of foreign governments are recalling their gold from the West right now. Alan Watt. Yes, and to be honest with you, we'll never know what happens. I mean, uh, I watched a documentary where the guys who found the Titanic followed the North Sea route from the U.S. Uh, past Greenland to, to the Soviet Union, and it turns out that the U.S. basically emptied out uh, Fort Knox and put all their gold over to the Soviets, and a lot of the ships got sunk by the German submarines, and these guys actually found some of the ships that were stacked with gold bricks. Now, that was kept from the public right up until the present time. We're, we're, we're never in the true picture of reality at the bottom. Never, yeah, they just ever. do whatever they want. The public walks around like a bunch of zombies. Yes. We're out of time. I appreciate your call, Cheryl and Steve and others. Call me back tomorrow and then, of course, Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. Alan, great job in Fall of the Republic. Great job in everything you're doing. Folks should support you over there at cuttingthematrix.com. We'll talk to you again real soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Alec. You bet.